On today's episode of The Glue Guys, Brian, Mike, what if I told you that Kevin Durant could still be a net? Oh, geez. What if I told you Kyrie Irving (laughs) could still be a net? More on that and more coming up next. To the glue guys this is mike here say hello brian hello. check us out on twitter at bk glue guys netsdaily.com the athletic get yourself behind the paywall at theathletic.com slash glue guys classic intro a subsidiary of the new Ooh, york times batman ryan Miguel. What's the newest? What's the newest latest? I haven't. I t- Kevin Durant I, I put, is back, baby. <laughs> I put my phone down for for Independence Day. It didn't feel right to be plugged in all all Independence Day, and uh, I need I need catching up. What's the newest latest? Big Daddy Joe came in with his Alibaba money and said to Kevin Durant, "You're going to stay. Don't lead with trolls." Is that no. trolling? No. Um, actually, this has been the newsiest off-season morning beyond the, you know, Kevin Durant asking out. Uh, Brian, so we're going to talk real quickly. I mean, I just have to mention TJ Warren and Edmund Sumner. Love to have an Edmund on the team, a Ted. An Eddie. Yeah. Eddie Good Times, Eddie Sumner. Rarely do you see someone go full Edmund. <laughs> you, they usually go Ted, but we got an Edmund, finally. Is Ted short actually for Edmund? It is. Did you know I don't that? know about that. It where is. do you get your? Where do you I get got your, an Uncle Ted. I got, I'm hearing it right from the top. He's an Edmund. <laughs> he's an Edmund. Edmund Egan. Edmund Egan. Wow, it's that's Tedman, a strong. AKA Tedman. It's <laughs> <laughs> a solid as oak, right there. Yeah, he's uh, is oak he's, even that strong? It's very bit. strong. It's very, and he is incredibly strong. He's baby. <laughs> <laughs> it was known around the Egan family yeah. the strength of yeah. Ted Edmund Egan. Yeah. Um, let's get to it. So quickly. T.J. Warren and Edmund Sumner have signed with the Nets. T.J. Warren is very interesting. Yeah, super and interesting. I, we're going to fold this into a much larger discussion. The bulk of this episode is going to be sort of an analysis of the developments around the Kevin Durant trade request saga. Mm. I'll say this. We could do a breakdown of T.J. Warren, right? Okay. Um, you want to save that for August? <laughs> Save it for no. August when he's actually the leading scorer on this team and the rest of the guys have been traded. I, I, what's interesting about him, of course, I mean, he's a 20 point per game scorer yeah. who doesn't really shoot threes. Um, he's of the mold of like, I mean, he's a bucket getter. Yeah, he's a big old, but he's played four games in two years, which is very much. A, he's kind of a perfect net, right? Like he's productive, but doesn't play. So he fits right in That's um, part of the culture we're building here. But not to be too memey, it's a good deal. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's a one-year deal. Who knows how much they're paying them? Yeah. They can't pay them all that much because they don't have any money to give anyone. Uh, TJ Warren's a guy I think a lot of teams could have wanted. And it's interesting that he chose to come to Brooklyn. Yeah. 
to play for the Nets. I find that he's like a perfect kind of player for the Nets in so many ways. And in a lot of ways, the Nets are currently a reflection of a struggling fantasy team because TJ Warren is like a perfect <laughs> bellwether for like, if thing, if you didn't come out of the gate, maybe you're down, you know, maybe you have a one in three record to start the season. TJ Warren off the waiver wires might be exactly who you're going to pick up. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. And, and, I have no thoughts on Edmund Sumner beyond what I, I mean, he's coming off an Achilles injury. Uh, he is, from what I could tell, he shot threes pretty well the last year that he was in Indianapolis when he was healthy mm-hmm. um, in Indiana. Um, but I say this, this is what's actually more important. Okay. So if the Nets are going to make a Kevin Durant trade, yeah, pretty much any team they trade with is going to have to send back multiple players to match the salary of Kevin Durant. It is unusual then if you're Sean Marks and you are furiously working the phones to find that Kevin Durant trade Mm. that you would begin filling up your roster with guys beyond sort of like just the summer league fair like them. Mm. TJ Warren is going to be on this team. Edmund Sumner. I have no clue what is the summer league fair. Let's be honest. I mean, but he the the Woge tweet makes me think that this is a signing that is a little bit more right. Like Woj ultimately has to decide whether he's going to tweet a signing. He doesn't tweet every signing. Okay. Him tweeting about Emden Sumner following up the TJ Warren, the yeah. Warren commission into Fort Sumner. Nice. Well done. History heads out there. Lots of um, Fort Sumner's where Billy the Kid had his last stand. Wow. And I did a whole thing on Twitter. What, have about you been hitting the books or something? You know, I, I'm a man of culture. Okay. You know, I'm a, a man of that. more than I'm, just the Brooklyn After Nets. 20 years of knowing you, I hadn't, I didn't know that, but. <laughs> F, you know, I'm a man of Marvel and Star Wars, yeah, you know, and that, Harry Potter. That's what I know. Big um, IP, baby. So, and you're, you're thinking that the Woj thing is because it is the, the more uh, pressing data point is that they're making moves uh, outside. How does that inform the existing issues, the log jam, if you will, with our star players? It's just unusual to add more guys to your roster if you're thinking you're going to make a trade. And listen, I'm just we're looking at small data points here, right? Oh, and this this episode will essentially be a murder mystery of what we're trying to it's, uncover. It's, it's on pace to be a classic episode. You don't <laughs> add guys to your roster if you're going to then trade one of your pieces for multiple pieces, and then you're going to have to cut people off of your roster. Yeah. I mean, the Nets really don't have much fat to trim. They are ninety five five percent fat ground beef. That's a that's a wagyu right there. That's a. They don't got much. There's not that much marbling in there. You know that this is oh, it's a gristle. Strong what you're beef. saying is it's gristle. <laughs> I thought it was like. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah, it's definitely not wagyu. Yeah. Um, you go wagyu. I go wagyu. You're probably right. You know, I'm not cultured, Brian. I, I'm just a lunch pail, blue <laughs> no, collar American. You're from the elite, elite no, I know. Well, I mean, if Boba Fett had a steak preference, that's how you, that would be your entry. <laughs> Anyways, we're getting lost in sauce. Boba Fett's a vegetarian and everyone knows that. Okay, Brian. Is that true? Is that? I haven't hit the wiki in a while. Anyways. I don't know. I don't really know. Anyways, um, can I do my whole bit? Please. Got, yeah, I have a, a whole bit. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. How, who might have stand in the way of your bit? This is this is officially Glue Guys Theater, the monologue. A one man show. <laughs> a one a Billy. I am Billy Crystal of Brooklyn Nets oh podcast. Here's what I want to say, Brad. If I am Sean Marks, better yet, if I'm Joe Sy, okay, because I don't think Sean Marks is driving the bus oh. as much on the KD discussions okay. as Joe Sy is. We have some reason to believe that Kevin Durant 
is not that happy with our boy, Sean Marks. Okay. Logan Murdoch from The Ringer, who used to work in Golden State when KD was there a week ago, before KD had his trade request, came out and said, KD is unhappy with the way the team is being run. And that's a Sean Marks thing. Okay. So if I'm Josiah, this is what I do. Oh, but yeah, go ahead. I ring up Kevin Durant. Better yet, I bring him in for a brunch. Just a brunch. Because in, in no in no context is have, have like, you know, in Godfather, there was the murder at dinner. No murders at brunch. Brunches are only happy. We haven't had a brunch massacre. Yeah. Well, the part where um, Don Corleone is, is shopping for oranges, that looks like around lunchtime. <laughs> was so. that a... It was. I think it was pre-brunch though, because he's, he he's setting up for. He's getting. Up. It's for the mimosas. Is, yeah. is, he's going to have some some floaters in there. Where are the mimosas? <laughs> Don Corleone, the family's leader, is just dead on the ground. There's, His grandson there's no kicking orange, him. There's no orange slices in my mimosa. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. Um, I'm Josiah. I call Kevin Durant. Kevin, let's meet. Let's meet. Uh, we can still be friends, even though we're we're going to do this thing. We're going to trade you. So they meet. Okay, they go get brunch at Sedell's, Lower East Side Institution for the upper, upper crust elite like yourself. Yeah. Okay. They go meet at Sedell's. Little space in the back. You know, n- not too public forward. You don't want to be up front where it's the glass but not windows. not at my table. They're, I got my table there. They're not going to sit there, are they? I no, got they're going to be up front. I get that one roped off. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the yeah. Brian Egan table. Yeah. <laughs> um, Joe's going to sit down with Kevin. Mm-hmm. Say, Kevin, how's it going? That's where I was going to start the conversation. Was, let, me, let me tell you something, Kevin. Good way to start. We, we've been working very hard for you, right? Like, mm. we've been working extremely hard. Okay. You want to be traded. I respect that. I respect your thoughts. I get it. Here's what's been happening, though. Mm. I don't know if you follow Adrian Wojnarowski or people like that on Twitter. I don't. Do you, li- are you on and Twitter, I'm, Kevin? And I'm lying. I'm playing Kevin. Um, I, I'm not, and I don't. Okay. So... Uh, you know, I would think you, you, you're, like you, we, are, we are declaring that you are available would ignite a fury of trade offers. Did you see how much Rudy Gobert went for, Kevin? Nope, nope not paying attention. I'm in my, I'm in my bag. I'm in my game. Like yeah. six first round picks, essentially. I mean, mm-hmm. it was one of the biggest hauls in NBA history. Do you think you're better than Rudy Gobert? I do. I do. Okay. I, I've heard of him. Yeah. So it's unusual then that we're going through all this. Like we're just not getting the trade offers that we love to see. And hey, we're working for you. Yeah. We're working for you. Okay. Um, are you better than Tyler Hero? Mm-hmm. Yeah, unquestionably. Are you better than Duncan Robinson? Yes. Okay. Anyone who you're going to name him, yeah, yeah, is a yes. So to, as as a person who loves basketball, myself, Joe Sai, one of the co-founders of Alibaba, uh, college lacrosse player, an athlete myself. We're athletes. We're just two athletes talking. Understood. Men of sport. Yeah. Um, it offends me that I'm being called and being offered Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson mm. and picks that are way into the future for you. You're Kevin Durant. Yeah. That offends me as a basketball man. So we're working hard for you. But I have an idea. Okay? Sure. Yeah. And this is just something I want you to think about. I don't want you, like, no reaction, you know, yeah. just think. Can you write it on a napkin for me? napkin will be involved. Okay, this is J.K. Rowling writing out Harry Potter on a napkin, which, again, a reference you don't understand. I know that reference. Because you did not have a childhood. Well, I listened to podcasts about about things, and that's where I picked up on her writing process. 
regardless of whatever else yeah. is happening in her life. Okay, Kevin, we're at Sedell's. Our our tray of toppings have come. You know, like the the three tier. There's the lox, the cucumber, mm-hmm. cream cheese, onions, capers. We we just got it dropped off at her table. You know, what are you drinking? You're drinking a mimosa from yep. yeah, yeah. the Godfather's Garden. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tying it all together. Nice. Hey, Kevin, I got an idea. Okay, so you want to be traded. I respect that. We are okay trading you, but we got to get something in return that is requisite to the level of basketball player that you are. For my legacy. I don't want to be legacy. the guy that got traded for for peanuts. That's not part of my brand. No. You want to get at least a walnut. Yeah. At least a, a macadamia. Mac, yeah, a macadamia, please. If we're going. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll, hey, but, I apologize. And like, put a little truffle oil on that macadamia while we're at it. I yeah. agree. Hey, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. Okay. So here's what I think. We are going to continue to work on finding the perfect trade for you. But here's the issue. Right now, because of when you requested the trade, which was after sort of the big boom of free agency, you know, everyone had already kind of had their pl- plans laid out. The Rudy Gobert trade has now happened. You know, a lot of these teams have made their big trades. Atlanta traded all the things that they traded for for DeJounte Murray. It's tough to find the perfect situation for you, Mm. not for us, for you. Okay. And what I think could be really appealing is what if I told you there was a team that had under contract one of your best friends in the league? I have no friends. Who are you talking about? They also have under contract one of the most exciting young talents in the NBA. And they have a bevy of role players, shooters and defenders. And we're going to sign TJ Warren. You don't know this yet, but we're going to sign TJ Warren. Okay. Just, put it, on the na- just put it on the napkin, Joe. Damn it. <laughs> Kevin, let's think about this. Let's make a, an agreement right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, don't even think. I don't want to put that pressure on you. Uh, just think about it. You come back for one more ride. Okay. The last. Did you see the last dance? No. <laughs> I would have thought you would because you're such a basketball junkie, Kevin. But I'm just in the gym. I mean, if it's playing on a screen in the gym, maybe I'll have had half an eye on it. Yeah. That's how he watched all the Lord of the Rings. He was working out his free throws. With all yeah. the Lord. That's why he's such a good free throw shooter. Yeah. Uh, so in the last dance, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen come back and decide they're going to win one more with Phil Jackson and then all go about their separate ways or whatever ended up happening. I don't know. <laughs> I was building one of the most powerful companies in the world at the time, yeah. so I wasn't exactly clued in yeah. to what was happening in the inner turmoil with the Chicago Bulls in the 90s. Anyways, back to you. Subtle, subtle flex. Okay, I'm here. You come back for one more ride. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Kyrie's on that final year of his contract. The situation we have in Brooklyn is going to be better than any situation you're going to go to that we could trade you to. You come back, just worry about basketball. Don't worry about anything else. Don't worry about, I don't know, the media. The media. Who cares? Alex Schiffer. You won't have to see Alex Schiffer for the rest of your life. Okay? (laughs) Whatever I'm I'm in. Whatever it is. Alex Schiffer will be banished. Just kidding. Shout out to Alex Schiffer. He can cover the Long Island Nets for all I don't don't like that. I don't have your relationship with Alex. Okay? So I don't want (laughs) to participate in this. Kevin, just come back and play basketball. Okay? Just that's all. And then here's what we will do. You dedicate yourself to this one season with us, with your friend Kyrie, with this bevy of shooters. Okay? We will then, in the next offseason, when other teams are prepared for it, 
we'll find you that perfect deal. Of course, we're going to want to get, you know, our cut, yeah. our sniff, but we'll get you we'll get you where you want to go cuz right now it's Phoenix whose owner is potentially um, worse there's me. accusations <laughs> yeah. he may be racist. Yeah. Uh and Chris Ball who's old in Phoenix and Aiton who may not be on the probably won't be on the team or Miami. And I know you like Miami, but like Kevin, if we're going to trade you to Miami, you're not going to get to play with Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and Kyle, Kyle Lowry. Like, we're going to be taking pieces of that core. So then you're going to be left in Miami with a a crusty Kyle Lowry and, you know, an angry Jimmy Butler. Is that what you want? Selfishly, I am interested to hear what that, after a year, and I'm, you know, this is, I'm just, I'm going hypothetically here with you. Yeah. Um, what would what would you be thinking selfishly, just interested, you know, for my own purposes? Um we will work with you to find your perfect landing spot. We will find you that okay. property in that other city, that franchise that works for you. Again, we'll get our sniff, our cut. But you don't, you don't have any ideas about what franchise that could be. You know. That's up to you. Okay. okay. That's up to you. But right now, Kevin, I'll say this right now. You know who Vivek Ranadive is? The owner of the Sacramento Kings? I do. Okay. So what is happening right now is we're getting bad offers from people in Miami, Pat Riley, from people in, uh, I don't know, Phoenix, James Jones. But Vivek is texting me on WeChat. We're WeChatting together. And what Vivek is saying to me is like, hey, I will give you all my picks into the future. I will give you Davion Mitchell, Sabonis. I'll give you whatever you want. Just give me Kevin Durant. I don't want to do that to you. Yeah. Like, I could. I just want to let you know I can send you to Sacramento. Where's Nick Where's Nick Stauskas? That's my big question. Nick Stauskas is actually on the <laughs> NBA runner-up Boston Celtics. So he, didn't be, he didn't play, but he was on the team. Uh, Man. But I can send you to Sacramento. Do you want that? Do you want to no. go to Sacramento? No, thanks. Okay. So, I, again, I don't want to pull that. Imagine right in front of you right now, Kevin, are three envelopes, okay? One envelope you open up, oh, there's like some weird goo on it, and it says Sacramento. Ugh, throw that away. We don't want that envelope. Another one. <laughs> What's the goo? It's just like weird, like, yeah. like just, just goo. Really cheaply mailed, yeah. It's just like disgusting. Like you kind of open it up. You're like, where, where did this come from? It came yeah. from Sacramento. Right. We don't want to touch that. We could touch it, but we don't want to touch it. We could burn it. Yeah. Find a fireplace burn it the second envelope is you holding out for the year and waiting Mm. for the perfect trade come on your legacy would be so damaged the third envelope now this is that envelope that's like pressed in wax to seal it you Mm. know like how how george washington did it yeah when he fought the the king the seal on it yeah it's got the seal you know what's on the seal is a a nets logo and you open it up and it has like those strands in it so when you pull the strand it opens up kind of folds out beautifully Ooh, and it's like and, a 3d a 3d card well with a song? I'm, I'm, like there's a calligraphy you know there's like a really nice penmanship okay and and it says on there kevin we invite you for one final engagement come back to brooklyn win a championship and in it is a picture of you on a championship float <clears throat> with kyrie irving jimmy fallon and mayor <laughs> mayor eric adams <laughs> how does that look to you kevin does that look good? Is that is that a good envelope? Um, that's a decent one. Okay. Um, so come come back to Brooklyn. Is Steve, I don't want to send you to Sacramento. Steve Madden on the float. 
it's actually shaped like a steve madden shoe (laughs) (laughs) it is shaped like a like a clunky black steve madden shoe (laughs) so what one last dance baby i'm thinking of i gotta think of a better hashtag than the last dance because that's already been taken but last tango in brooklyn baby let's yeah dial it up last buchata um yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, now let's break character. Do you want to go back and see? And see? <laughs> the, I, I, the funny thing is, as you're we've been doing, you're it, going full Daniel Day Lewis there. I thought you're. I was just. It was going to be you and Joe Sai for the next for the foreseeable future. Um, I, I've been looking at the timer on like my Adobe as we've been reco- recording. Yeah, that was like, a, that this, was a- <laughs> this has been going on for wait, what a bit. The longest Legend, bit. Legendary Kevin Durant bit. could be trading, yeah. and I'm doing a bit for 15 minutes. Yeah. What a discreet. A Shonda. As my people would say. <laughs> I um, thought you were, I was like, my, is this Mike Smeltz or Jared Leto here? I couldn't tell. <laughs> you know? What do you think of that um, proposition? Uh, well, it seems like, well, can we just talk about the reporting that's been out? Yes. That, that seems to be like a thing that's being, you know, chirped about now, Mike, that this is potential. I wonder, um, have we. This would be an interesting situation for that. Um, where do we think Kevin Durant lands on asking to be traded and not getting what he wants? Um, wait, Shams just has now said the Nets are making moves in preparations as if they're bringing Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving back next season. Shams has said this himself okay. on Pat McAfee's show. He said it 13 <laughs> minutes ago. Now, this is someone retweeting someone else who's aggregating that, so yeah. I can't. Let's you let's know. put an asterisk on it, but okay. It's- I'm going to wait for Pat McAfee. I'm going to go on Pat McAfee's Twitter. He says, this is what Sham says. This is directly from McAfee's show's Twitter. The Nets are not going to move Kevin Durant until the price is met. The process could take a while. Uh, there's no traction on any type of Lakers deal for Kyrie Irving, and I'm not sure we're going to see one take place, which is very important that Shams is, say- that Shams is saying all this stuff. Mm. Um it's funny that he says that, and I was tweeting out the same thing this morning. It's like we Man, worked together. You know what would no, be interesting? If we, if we flip the relationship here, because like going into last season, it was like, oh, everyone's just hunky-dory. We're all going to sign these long-term extensions, and it's going to be great. And that didn't go what well. Happened? But in this case, we're like, everyone's here for incredibly short term, and they want to leave. And maybe, you know, following quantum physics, um, these are the laws. I don't make them up. This is God. Uh, that the by inverse property, it'll work out better for us, Mike. Well, it's a classic sort of rom-com setup, like how to lose a guy in 10 days. You know, it's exactly it, it's falling, falling in love of, when you're not, not supposed to. Yeah. yeah. And and I mean this on there's a lot of gimmicks. And I understand. I apologize to everyone who wants a serious stats podcast here. You're but not, you're not going to get it. Not until, <laughs> not until October, my friends. Bear with us. This is the best move for everyone involved. I understand the downside. Listen, Kyrie Irving. um, being a part of a team that maybe had a chance to win a championship the past few seasons and being completely unreliable, I don't see by him only having a one-year deal by that getting better. Kevin Durant being on the team and being as disengaged as he's been during his time in Brooklyn, I understand the risks of that. But as you were saying, there is a certain psychological thing of like the last dance mentality of like, mm. hey, we're here together. We we came here together on purpose. We are here together now. This team is actually pretty good. If you put, you cross out all the names, you just put the statistics of the guys around you. Yeah. Adding in Royce O'Neal and TJ Warren, 
like two totally fine they are a departure from the blake griffin lamarcus aldridge's yeah you know i mean and also their wings you know this it seems like management heard our calls for more wings for flats and drums and, and the as kevin durant himself tweeted out mm-hmm. this is a wings league as he did two weeks ago sean marks actually reads twitter and saw that maybe happen i mean this is again if Kevin Durant wants to leave, he can. He will get his way out, right? Mm-hmm. And whether that means that he's going to sit out the season, if he's truly that mad, or he talks to Joe Sy and is like, the thing that bothers me is this, and whether that's Steve Nash, Sean Marks, or Kyrie actually being on the team still, even though we don't think it's Kyrie necessarily, like Joe Sy in his mind should be like, okay, can I just remove that person from the fact? We have a modern precedent on how this worked out. Aaron Rodgers for the Green Bay Packers demanded a trade out of Green Bay. He hated the guy who ran that team, Brian Gudekinst. I don't know. Many times, I apologize. I don't know how to say. Gudekinsk? It's G G U T E N K U S T, I think. Um, well, I don't know. Yeah, seriously. Um, Brian K. <laughs> but I think his name actually starts with a G. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, Solid. Aaron Rodgers hated that guy. Went on Pat McAfee's show, the very show we're talking about, and talked about how he hated that guy. But they brought him back because they couldn't find the trade that makes sense. They wouldn't trade him. And now he has signed a massive extension to come back to the Green Bay Packers. I'm not saying the Nets should even be doing this as a bait and switch to be like, come back for one year, then we'll trade you. Mm-hmm. No, just say, we are going to come back for one year that is the best thing for the nets the only thing that will drop kd's value is if he gets another major injury like so for the nets perspective the offers will be better next year there'll be more teams that will be able to bid because the salary cap will be higher all those teams can plan for kevin durant and the nets get one more year of kevin durant remember what Kyrie said he said something about fulfilling his commitment to Kevin Durant mm-hmm. when he announced that he was going to come back to the team because of his player option. I don't think it's out of the question to be like, hey, man, we hate management. We saw in the Last Dance documentary, you can hate management right. and win a championship. It's not like that probably happens all the time in the NBA. We, I want to tap Glue Nation. You know, I need eyes on the street for this brunch, okay? For the <laughs> for the upper echelon, the the global coastal media elite who who listen to the show, um, eyes on a keep your head on a swivel out there, okay? Where, where should we be sending people? What are the premiered brunch spots across all of New York City? I mean, Cipriani's. I don't know if they serve brunch, but that feels very like. I, see, I don't even know this. I don't. Del I'm, Frisco Steakhouse. I'm pretty out on brunch. I'll just say this personally. Sidell's. I know Sedell's is is was and is a place. Bubby's, Bubby's, and <laughs> me and isn't that Bubby's and meatpacking is maybe a location. You, I mean, Carbone. Is, if it's a late night, off my god. If it's a late night meeting, it's going to be Carbone. But no, that's when people you don't want to go. I thought the late night meeting was. I wouldn't treacherous. if I was Josiah. I would yeah. stick with brunch, but the dinner is a possibility. <clears throat> you never know. Okay. Let me ask you this. I'm going to take a quick pause, but then I have a question for you on the other side. And the question is. Would you be okay with the one last dance? Don't answer now. Coming back on the glue guys. And we're back, Brian. Yeah. I asked you a question before break. I forgot it already. Just kidding. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> would I would I want him back for yes. the last dance? Um <clears throat> I think I would, Mike. I think I would. I think I honestly would. And I'll, not just because of quantum physics. Um I think it <laughs> I think it for the transitive property, you know, negative emotions coming right. into the season. You know, making wow. Sorry, that was a you're cre- smart. No, that was good. <laughs> it was no Fort Sumner, but um, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, yes, I think I think the incentives there are aligned. The Kyrie Irving situation too, I think, is a is a pretty interesting loose loose end here because um, <clears throat> of all the things that don't have traction in this elaborate uh, multi part deal that needs to happen for for Kevin Durant. It's it's this other big sticking point of Kyrie Irving and having Kyrie Irving return on a player option sans Kevin Durant would be the bad for everybody involved. Um, so yeah, for all the parties and also this, this is not to say that like midseason, you know, again, we've had we talked about this last show. If for whatever reason it's truly toxic and we're hovering in the bottom half of the playoff seating at around the trade deadline, great. Everyone's super aligned. We know what we got to do. It's it's truly not working out for whatever reason. No harm, no foul. Now we're in a better position to find everybody the right suitor, so on and so forth. Just gives it a little bit more breathing room, Mike. A little bit more breathing room. And there are still trades that interest me, but none of them are so interesting that it jars me away from having a disgruntled Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant. Like I still think, you know, if if Steve Nash is good at anything, it should be like sort of helping out the I don't know, overall f- vibes and feelings around the team. He obviously has no Xs and Os abilities. Doesn't know when to call a timeout. Has ridiculous substitutions, but he's a great guy. Yeah. And there's value in that, and we haven't heard really any Steve Nash smoke. No. And this I mean that's what's weird is that Kevin Durant and Rich Kleiman, Rich Kleiman, his agent, you know, tell Woj and Shams that Katie wants out, but there's no articulation of why. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, the timeline of it, we Kyrie player ops in. He sends that weird text message to Shams about how he's, you know, normal people. And then there's people who lead, but he's going to go in the fall and, you know, whatever. And then KD wants to get out. Um, you know, it's like as if something between Kyrie and KD, there was some conversation that was said between those two guys after the opt-in that made like that spooked Kevin Durant. Because mm-hmm. it's just it's very odd from the reporting. What that could be, who knows? Maybe it's like Kyrie's like, I'm not gonna play basketball <laughs> in the future on mm-hmm. some level. There's always been Nick Wright has been talking about for I think for two to three years that Kyrie has threatened retirement before in the past, particularly when it comes to trades. Um, But even if he threatens retirement on some level, you think he's going to play this year because he said he would, but he's a pretty unreliable narrator, so I don't really know about that. I think the best thing for Kevin Durant, if I was his new agent, because frankly, Rich Klein is not doing a very good job. Whoa, whoa. Why would you let your client sign a four-year extension when the other stars of the team didn't sign that extension? And the reason why Kevin Durant's in this situation asking out for a trade is because he doesn't have control over his own future. Mm -hmm. Rich Kleiman, you're on blast. Well, come Um, come on the show. Defend yourself. (laughs) I've talked to him before. Very nice guy. Oh, Um, jeez. Look at you, snake, snake in the grass. You like that? Yeah, Um, yeah, but he, he should be doing a better job for his client. 
Um, it's his fiduciary responsibility. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's HIPAA, damn it. So, <laughs> do you think that? Do you think the fan base would embrace Kevin Durant for this villain turn final run? Yeah, I was actually like a, just thinking about this. Like, what would the energy be like? You know, night one, we're rolling out with Ben Simmons, Kyrie, and KD. I actually think there's weirdly like, you know, the Nets fan base <clears throat> was not in a um, position to have such lavish players just thrust upon them in the way. And now, if we, we I think that there was a lot of complacency in Barclays. If uh, if I can. If I can speak openly, is this a sp- safe space for that? This is a very safe space. <laughs> we just did a twenty-five minute monologue, <laughs> and and if there's Sorry. a little bit of momentum um, or I'll say motivation behind actually wanting to, uh, if that's what we want to do, um, to make it feel like a uh, compelling place to play basketball, and you know, there's a non-zero chance that that triumvirate comes in and hits the ground running day one. You know, it's like that's a very plausible scenario where that group just starts really racking up dubs and dubs make the world go round, Mike. Um, no, normal people do. No, sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Legends of the fall make the dubs go round. Um, <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> again, quantum physics, I didn't make the rules. What a great name for the <laughs> legends of the fall. Can someone Des Lombardo just superimpose yeah. everyone's face on the legends of the fall poster? And yeah. I'll be Anthony Hopkins post stroke. Um, <laughs> sorry. Anyways, uh, so there's a non-zero chance they come out swinging, and and it really just like makes it a more compelling argument. Maybe all of a sudden, um, you know, a lot of uh, it, it can heal the wounds. You know, weirdly, paradoxically. Um, and so yeah, to your point about like, do Nets? What will Nets Nation do about this? Um, I actually think for once it might get them involved in a way that they haven't been potentially to this point. I think it would be a healthier relationship because yeah. all of these sort of like nostalgia, like bubblegum BS of sports oh. fandom will just be ripped away. It'll be paint thin. It'll be just ripped away. Yeah. And all that will be will be bare walls. Yeah. And what we'll see is like, hey, this house is being held up by a couple of twigs, but it's Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving's basketball skills that are holding up this house. Nothing, Just nothing enjoy the basketball. Light a fire under your ass than staring into the void of DeAndre Ayton and Ben Simmons led, <laughs> led, led Nets team and Russell Westbrook. Don't yeah. forget. Oh my God. Yes. God, that would be so. Like that's that's the whole thing. It's like the KD trade like could happen. So you know Toronto, Golden State is apparently inquired, but Golden State has also been told basically like it's not going to happen. The Heat have obviously jumped in. The Suns have been a, na- a team that have been listed. You know, I like New Orleans, but New Orleans has not been discussed at all as a Kevin yeah. Durant proposition. Toronto is the only package to me that would that would give me like if, if it was door number one and door number two and door number one is Kevin Durant returning disgruntled, but focused, whatever that is, mm. returning to the team, playing with Kyrie for one more year or door number two is like Scotty Barnes, Pascal Siakam and picks. And then you trade Kyrie for anything. I don't care what it is. That is a somewhat appealing door number two that could I could get energetically behind. Because I, yeah. I think Scotty Barnes is that good. He's actually the guy that Ben Simmons should be, mm. where he's like multi-positional defender, which Ben Simmons is, ball handler, which Ben Simmons is, both not good shooters, but Scotty Barnes isn't afraid where Ben Simmons has shown over his career 
that he's afraid to shoot the basketball. Mm. Um, Scotty Barnes is like the ultimate leader we're told about. I'm actually getting super tucked into this because, I mean, in any circumstance, let alone this one, <clears throat> I might disgruntled but focused might be the best way to describe Kevin Durant's just standard <laughs> modus operandi. You know, that's his <laughs> that's his general way of being. So now, in a situation where there's good, you know, the the externalities where there's reason to be disgruntled matches, you know, reality a little bit closer, could be a could be a perfect storm, Mike. He's disgruntled and focused. I'm bitter and lazy. You know, like that's, that's <laughs> I mean, where I operate from. Yeah, as opposed to Kyrie's disgruntled and disgruntled, but also disgruntled and, and disengaged. And puts up nummies, though. I mean, when he, this is the other Once thing about a week. <laughs> that's that's the other thing that I was thinking about with the Kyrie Irving like playing in frequently situation. It's like I think in his head he whenever he did play, he was like, as long as I put up fifty points, like nobody could say anything to me. And from a coaching perspective, like it's awesome to have incredible offensive talent but integrating that into a consistent coherent offense it's like every three games i have a guy who can just who has an incredible volume and and shoots you know scores 50 points is it's cool but what does that do for me long term i I mean (laughs) and we kind of mentioned this at the beginning at the top but if you're building a, a team around kevin Durant, kyrie irving and ben simmons that's why the royce o'neill trade makes more sense yeah TJ Warren makes a ton of sense on this team. If you know, like, and there's all these caveats, like with TJ Warren, if he's healthy. Well, the reason why I got a one year deal for whatever amount of money it's going to be, which is going to be low, that's the caveat is built into the contract, right? Mm -hmm. So the Nets shouldn't be relying on TJ Warren, but he's like the the prize at the end of the advent calendar. Yeah. The last, like, maybe you'll get there and you hope it's good. Could be bad. It's could have been a waste of time. Almost never is. No, almost never is. Yeah. Um, I'm Jewish, so Advent calendar is yeah, no. very. Uh, it's it's always a chocolate with a raisin in it or something, you know. Ooh, well, that's <laughs> okay. okay. Interesting. All right, no, I take it all back. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, you know, so let's just. This is the lineup: Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons, and I'll talk about Ben Simmons in a sec. I'm not sure. Uh, Nick Claxton and Royce O'Neal as sort of the defense first bros. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Harris, Patty Mills. Seth Curry, shooters. TJ Warren as the bench scoring option will take the load off those guys. Wow, it will make a it lot of boxes, Mike. We're checking a lot of boxes. And then you have the young guys. Cam Thomas, Kessler Edwards is still there, who I mm-hmm. am partly high on. Edmund Sumner, mm-hmm. who just seems like a swell human being and could shoot threes a little bit. Um, Dayron Sharp. Edmund Sumner really does sound like a Civil War general, doesn't it? It really is. I mean, let alone, I mean, Fort Sumner. I mean, surely he has that nickname. Is he a good defender? Do we have anything? Um, he was a good defender. That would, I mean, start start working on that D game, Edmund, because that's a ready-made nickname for you. Anyways, I interrupted. Uh, again, I mean, this is what Shams is saying. The Nets are making moves in preparation as if they're bringing Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving back next season. Now, what could have spurred that change? Again, I think Kevin Durant's trade request was very flimsy. Very weird. <laughs> Everyone's it was both weak. sides are just going to be like, did that even really happen? Nah. It'll just, it's like, it's it was big. I'm learning more and more about the Supreme Court. It's like when the Supreme Court got hijacked by Southern Confederates back around you've the been, Civil War days. You've been listening to an audiobook, Mike, and I want to know the name of it. <laughs> Stop. Stop the Encyclopedia. <laughs> okay. um, and 
And so you just at that time they just disregarded the Supreme Court because mm-hmm. it was so slanted to one particular side. Okay. Not that I'm commenting on anything happening right now, but I'm just saying that happened in the past and and has there's precedent for that if we care about precedent. Anyways, the flimsy trade request in Kevin Durant's own sort of history of waffling on thoughts. He's a man in the moment. He's not a he's not a master schemer. No. He's a man in the moment. Yeah. What he feels in his gut. Yeah. He's not LeBron. Yeah. You know? No, he's, what he happens in his gut. It wouldn't surprise me if again, if he thought about it more and more and he was like, I don't like what am I I know like I want to get out of Brooklyn, but Kyrie is there. Ben's you know, I heard Ben Simmons is maybe shooting jumpers in practice. I don't know. That's the rumor. It's just the best situation for him. That, that, that's the thing that moves the needle. Those Ben Simmons jumpers. He's one of us. He's just one of us. Um, so you, you're okay. You would be okay. I'm pretty, I mean, it seems pretty, silly to be I'm like pretty you'd, pro. You'd be okay. Yeah, I'm pretty pro. I'm I'm basically all the way pro. Do of the trade potential packages. So like the Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, the Golden State package, which is just like Jordan Poole and all the young guys. Uh, Phoenix, which is like a three-team trade where DeAndre Aiden goes somewhere. And whatever team wants DeAndre Ayton, they send I probably just role players and picks to the Nets for Kevin Durant. And then the Toronto package, Scotty Barnes. So I just want to explain something to our audience. Yeah. So if you if you are interested in the Toronto package, go on Fanspo, go on whatever your favorite trade machine is, try to trade for Scotty Barnes and Kevin Durant to Toronto. What you'll find is that any trade that that happens the Nets must return, must get back a high number of salaries. Scotty Barnes is a rookie making not that much money. So either the Nets get Scotty Barnes and Pascal Siakam back, or it's like Scotty Barnes, Gary Trent Jr., and OJ Ananobi, or or Fred Van Vliet in there, right? So not only do you get Scotty Barnes, you potentially get Pascal Siakam. And if I get Pascal Siakam and Scotty Barnes for Kevin Durant, and let's say, I don't know. I mean, I know Raptors fans are like, that's too much. It's Kevin Durant. I'm just saying Rudy Gobert went for seven first-round picks or whatever it was. If I get a couple first-round picks in those two dudes, that's pretty tempting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, So that's the one thing that gives me pause of like, well, Kevin Durant doesn't want to be here, so maybe... <laughs> Uh, maybe you just cut your losses. You take Scotty Barnes, you build around him, and then you have him and Ben Simmons and Nick Claxton, and you're like yeah. playing the most flexible, non-shooting team TBH, ever. I kind of like it. I mean, of all the anything, and of course, this is I'm not going against the grain here, but of all the packages, obviously the Scotty Barnes ones is the only kind of intriguing one for for Nets fans. And somewhat friend of the show, Scoopy Robinson has has reported himself that. Scotty Barnes would be available in a Kevin Durant trade. Mm-hmm. And if he is, that means, again, Fred Van Vliet and Gary Trent Jr. would be coming back. Or God, I love I love Fred Van Vliet. I would love that. I think, I'm and I think myself the, into this, actually. The cultural fit of Fred Van Vliet from Kyrie Irving would mm. be just, I mean, it's night and day, yeah. right? Like, it, it's completely different. And Fred Van Vliet, to me, over a 82-game season and the playoffs, because you still have to, get, like, Kyrie still would have to play every playoff game. I'd rather have Fred Van Vliet than mm. Kyrie. Because that lets you then trade Kyrie for, again, 
Whatever. Whatever. Pittance well, on the dollar. We've hit the exact perfect time to wrap that's a bow on it, if that's what you want to do, Mike, unless you have any other thoughts for us. Man. I mean, again, uh, TJ Warren, just a great pickup. Yeah, I'm going to watch the, some, some Warren clips right now. And the Nets are making moves, as Sham says, and I said before him, that, you know, they're making moves that, that they're adding guys to the roster. And you usually don't do that. And on a bang, Mike, give us give us that big outro energy. Hey guys, check us out on Twitter at BK Glue <laughs> yeah. Guys. Honestly, our YouTube, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube and you're Smash a listener. Smash that. It, not only is there like full recaps of the show, typically most of the time, but there's also like we're gonna do some special clips and all yeah. that stuff. We we'll maybe do a live show every now and again. We'll just like keep it spicy. I want you to fresh. jump up on the top of your mantle and do a f- diving arm elbow drop onto the sm- onto the subscribe button on that on the YouTube channel. <laughs> That's what I want you to do. Smash it that hard. Did you like that? Um, yeah, that's hilarious. And then uh, Apple Podcasts, five stars we need and we want to have them. Thank you. I mean, honestly, thank you guys for listening to the show because, um, we, you know, we're going to keep talking about Kevin Durant. Always. We'll never stop. We we'll never stop. But everybody, see you. Bye-bye.